everyone, this is Up Too Late, and I'm your host, Teresa Zoe Williams. Okay, so, Disney just declared 2021 to be their year of princesses, and I am super excited. I'm writing a book about fairy tale princesses, actually. You know, talk about Holy Spirit timing that I decided to make that happen this year. I'm self-publishing, so I had all the choices here, and I chose... 2021 to be the year. And so did Disney. It's like we're on the same wavelength or something. But anyway, princesses get a bad rap, right? People are always like, oh, they're too passive. Or they teach that physical beauty and landing a man are the only ideals for women to pursue. Secular feminists and bad trads never thought they had anything in common. But they do. If just a surface level critique of the Disney princesses can bring two completely opposed factions together, imagine what else the princesses can do. Like, you know, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater on this one. You know, we're supposed to be pro-life for crying out loud. Which a baby would do if he was thrown out with the bathwater. I used to get mistaken for a Disney princess, which is a riot because I've never been very girly. I choose comfort over class <laughs> every time, hands down. But anyway, so the first time I was mistaken for one, it happened at Disney World while my friend and I were eating. We were in this restaurant that overlooks um, It's a Small World. Uh, it has this big window in the side of the restaurant and it overlooks the It's a Small World ride. It's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. It's a small, small world. You know, that's probably the most ecumenical song ever. But anyway, we were sitting by this window while we were eating, waving to the people getting on the ride, when one of the restaurant cast members came up to me and asked, Are you one of the princesses? You know, they have to whisper about it because no one is supposed to know that the princesses are played by actresses. I had to answer no, and he was like, man, I could have, I could have sworn you wave just like one. This happened a couple other times to me at Disneyland when I was living in, in SoCal. I never did audition to be one of the princesses. Now they'd probably cast me as the evil stepmother or the fairy godmother. I'm too old to compete with the 20-year-olds to be a princess. But don't worry, though. I won't be making any youth-stealing potions anytime soon. Speaking of my youth, I used to compete in beauty pageants, which is about as close as crowning royalty as we get in America. I competed in three in my junior and senior years of high school. And you, and you know, this factoid used to be my deep, dark secret. I, it went completely against my sporty punk theater kid image, and I used to be embarrassed about it. Now, though, you know, let the freak flag fly. Who cares? It's cool. It's a part of my past. Take it or leave it. Whatevs. So for the first pageant, it was like the big to-do pageant. 
And I come from rural, small town Pennsylvania, where this is like the event of the year, pretty much. We don't have much else going on in these towns. So this first pageant was like the whole full-blown deal where you walk in with an escort and you have like an opening group dance number. Ours was to, oh, born in the USA because America. But this was back in the 2000s, like the early aughts, before America, you know, had its thing. But anyway, so it was this huge to-do and I had to wear crinoline with my dress for the first pageant. So that's the layers underneath a dress skirt to make it poof out and all of that. You know, that shit is super itchy and hard to walk in. I felt like a porcelain doll on a stand. So not my cup of tea. I almost didn't compete in more pageants after this, but I was promised I wouldn't have to wear crinoline ever again. So I did. Two more. I did win Miss Congeniality in one. I'm coming for you, Sandra. In my last pageant, though, I won Best Essay. Which is a nice way of saying, you're not really cut out for this, but you've got brains, even if you're not that pretty, so you'll be mostly fine. You know, I'm cool with that. Beauty is fleeting, but brains are forever. Proverbs 31, probably. The essay topic for that last pageant was, who has had the most influence in your life? Which is a grammatical nightmare, but again, they've got the beauty, I've got the brains, and I'm cool with that. So my strategy for this essay contest portion was to write about someone none of the other girls would, so that my essay would stand out. You know, I figured teenage girls, which I was one, would probably write about their mothers, which is a nice, really nice thing. So, of course, I wrote about my male youth minister, Bob. Hashtag too Catholic to function. You know, I was right, though. All but one of the other girls wrote about their mothers, and the other one who didn't wrote about her aunt. So this is a lesson in knowing your audience and surprising them. Like a woman hosting her own comedy podcast, Welcome to the show! The COVID-19 vaccination is now available, so make sure to protect yourself and those who can't get vaccines and make an appointment for your shot. Don't listen to the conspiracy theorists who say it's not morally permissible. Listen to the Pope and the CDF who say it is. Repent and submit! everyone it's been a hell of a busy week over in my neck of the woods so this week's drink of the day is my favorite energy drink pacific punch juice monster binky's out brah this week's dramatic reading of scripture is the beatitudes found in matthew chapter 5 verses 3 through 12 Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. But what about those of the piss-poor spirit? Blessed are they who mourn, 
for they will be comforted. Personally, I like being comforted with chocolate and puppies. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Wait a sec, but how much land and which land? And what if I don't like the land? Is there a refund or a return policy? What are the deets here? Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Thank God it's not No Thirst Thursday. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Mercy is falling, is falling, is falling. Mercy, it falls like the sweet spring rain. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Some Ians need to clean your hearts with a bleach, but some Ians can get away with just hydrogen peroxide. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. However, the shit posters will be called children of the corn. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Pro tip. If you think you're so righteous that everyone must be persecuting you, you're not. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. But if they're speaking the truth, then it's time to clean up your act. I recommend bleach. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. Not with shiny things, but it'll still be pretty cool. Wait, are angel wings shiny? Can I get a priest to weigh in on that one? Thus they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Nothing like some generational aspirations, right? The end. This week's top 10 is the next top 10 celebrities who are Catholic. Because absolutely anyone can be a Catholic, but not every Catholic can be a celebrity. At number 10 is crooner Dean Martin. Born Dino Crocetti, this slick singer was Catholic through and through. You can see a mural of him in his hometown of Steubenville, Ohio, which is known for another infamous Catholic entity. <coughs> Franciscan. At number nine is Sir Alec Guinness. He converted after being mistaken for a real priest while playing one while filming Father Brown. Who said acting is just pretending? Coming in at number eight is late night show host and my personal inspiration, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy is the comedy equivalent of wise as serpents, innocent as doves, which is why we love him. Number seven is retired Los Angeles Dodger, Captain Clutch himself, Andre Ethier. A number of dudes in the history of the Dodgers organization have been Catholic, actually. But baseball just seems to be a hotbed for Catholics in general. So it's safe to say, baseball is the most Catholic sport ever. 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 Moving on. At number six is the 46th president of the United States of America, Joe Biden. 
He leans into his faith in his personal life and credits the faith with getting him through the darkest times of his life, which I can identify with, and I know many of you can as well. Sure, his policies leave plenty to be desired, and he has personal failings, but we all do. That's why we have the sacrament of confession. If you think you're the perfect Catholic, you'd better get to confession for that giant block of hubris on your shoulder. At number five is U.S. Olympic gymnast Simone Biles. She is very devout and once said she regularly lights a candle to St. Sebastian, who is the patron saint of athletes, and of Rio de Janeiro, where she competed in the Olympics. Coming in at number four is heartthrob Bradley Cooper, who says he wasn't always a heartthrob and was considered ugly as a kid. Big mood. Bradley also says that his Catholic faith is still an integral part of his life. I mean, with Irish and Italian in your background, is it even possible to not be Catholic? Number three is America's girl next door, Katie Holmes. Yes, she had that scary stint in Scientology, but she broke free and headed straight home to Rome. Welcome back, Katie. Coming in at number two is rocker Dave Grohl. He has a tenuous relationship with the church now, but he was raised Catholic, and you can tell it still is in the back of his mind. Better than not in his mind at all, Foo Fighters, his band, have a song called St. Cecilia on their album, St. Cecilia, which they recorded at a studio called St. Cecilia. Grohl points out that an extra layer of meaning in that is that St. Cecilia is the patron saint of musicians. See, he knows stuff. It's always there. But finally, at number one in this week's top ten is Aiji Tsuburaya, the Japanese special effects director who co-created Godzilla. He was raised Buddhist, but converted to Catholicism later in his life after his wife did. You know, it's super cool how Catholicism reaches all sorts of people in all sorts of places in all sorts of times. Universal indeed. The weird saint of the week is Saint Ludwina, patron saint of ice skaters. Totally appropriate as winter is finally starting to melt and starting to let spring bloom. When she was 15, Ludwina went ice skating, fell, and broke a rib. She never recovered and became more and more disabled as her life went on. Practically, her whole body became paralyzed. Giant chunks of her body would just fall off, and blood would pour from her mouth, ears, and nose. Her parents kept her body parts that would fall off in vases, and it's said that they gave off a sweet odor. Maybe I should have saved her for Halloween. Anyway, it's possible that Ludwina also had multiple sclerosis. And her feast day is April 14th, right when winter is really beginning to melt. See? Thanks for tuning in tonight for another episode of Up Too Late, a Grexley podcast. Head on over to grexley.com for other cool podcasts 
Special thanks tonight to all the pageant directors who put up with my snarky attitude and stage fright, and for not kicking me out immediately when I answered, what's one word to describe yourself? With animata, a Latin word meaning animated, in the most insufferable tone ever. You can always find me on Twitter at Teresa Zoe and on Instagram and Facebook at Teresa Zoe Williams. If you like this show, consider becoming a supporter on Patreon at patreon.com slash Teresa Zoe and get access to extra content. In this month of April, if you become a patron, I'll send you a holy card of my patroness, St. Zoe of Pamphylia, created by the modern saints. God bless and keep you. Sleep well and have sweet dreams. May your guardian angel be close at hand. And Mama Mary wrap you.